Hey, 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 it's going to be another hot one in the valley today. Summer's here. And remember, when temps flare, tempers flare. Stay cool and be cool. This is Dan, and you're listening to Eclectic Avenue, and we're going raw. We're going old school. This is the way it used to be. We got hacked. Everything's going to be live. So if we screw up, you're going to get to hear it. So we're going to play a little something for you. Stay tuned for the top stories after this. Breaking news from Florida, Surfside condo manager Scott Stewart complained of repair delays just days before the collapse. This is holding us up. The director of the building department, Jim McGinnis, replied on June 23rd, answering an email from the condo manager back in May that he had been on the roof of the building documenting repairs the day before the collapse and said there was no inordinate amount of equipment or materials or anything on that roof that caught my building official's eye that would make it alarming as to this place collapsing. There seems to be a track record of the official building department of Surfside delaying responses from the management of the condo association for the repairs and looks like the association for the condo was diligently trying to make these repairs and was being held up by the building department. Now this is something that is a big problem in our country. We need to have better inspections. We need to make sure things are done in a timely manner. This is people's safety. You need to get things done. You know, according to the news, when this first happened, we thought, we all thought, oh, it's the owners of a building that aren't trying to do the right thing. They're holding stuff up. They're trying to save money. Well, as it turns out, this looks like a case where they were trying to do the right thing, and it was the government that was holding them up. Then the government needs to get with the program. It's time to quit hiding our head in the sand. The building department is now trying to go back several years saying, oh, there is such a history of all this. Well, the documents pretty well are starting to show who is holding the whole thing up. Maybe something good can come out of a bad tragedy. Let's hope when there's a tragedy like this, they can do the right thing and maybe we can make some improvements, not just in this area, not just with that building department, but statewide, nationwide, it's time to do the right thing. From Eclectic Avenue Studios in the sunny Pacific Northwest sweltering desert, 
It's time for the Idiot Show. Today's special contestants, Mayor Ted de Blasio, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and Mayor Ted Wheeler. Let's give them a big round of applause. And today's winner is Mayor Ted Wheeler. The Drew Carey Show. Theme song. Cleveland Rocks. Well, Portland could change that to Portland Rocks. Rocks going through storefronts. Rocks going through windows. Rocks being thrown at police. Rocks thrown at people just walking down the street. Portland's defunded the police. Mayor Ted Wheeler and the city council have put a lot of pressure on the prosecutors. Oh, let's don't go after anybody that's rioting. More people are getting a free pass. Not as many people being arrested. It's not a riot. All the damage and stuff they're causing, that's not a crime. Give it a free pass. So now that the riots seem to be over, everybody's ready for, well, let's get Portland back to normal. How long has it been since it's been normal? A local organization, Travel Portland, last week put out an ad, a full-page ad in the New York Times, the San Francisco Chronicle, the Seattle Times, and the Los Angeles Times. Inviting people to come back. Portland's wonderful. Here's all we have to offer. Well, Portland has to rebuild. Portland has a long way to go. The city has brought this on themselves. Not that I want to bash travel Portland, but I think a lot of problems need to be fixed before you're going to get people to come back in and vacation in Portland. I know I talk to people all over the nation, and just the cities that they put the ads in, I've gotten calls from each one of the city, multiple calls from some of them, saying that ad was the funniest thing they have seen all year. You've got to be kidding me. Who the heck would want to go to Portland? Well, I've got to agree with them. They need to fix a lot of things. If I was talking to somebody on the phone and asked where I was from, I haven't said Portland for a long time. I've said Oregon. And then I quit saying Oregon. I started saying Pacific Northwest. And both of them are just as bad. The minute they hear either one, it's like, oh, yeah, that no, that's bad up there. Portland has not only ruined their own reputation, they've damaged the whole, this whole part of the country. They need to apologize to the rest of the state. Most people really don't have a clue that this is not the way the Pacific Northwest acts. This is one specific area. And the only thing I can say about tourism in Oregon, one area it is increasing is not from people coming in from out of the area. I've noticed people leaving the metro area to go on vacation just to get out of town and get anywhere but Portland on the weekends. That has helped. But again, that's not helping Portland. People are leaving Portland just to get away. The crime rates are going up here. Even though the riots are over, the crime rates still seem to keep going up. The National Fraternal Order of Police put out the numbers on homicides in 2021 compared to 2020 in major cities across the country. Chicago and New York City, murders are up 22%. Los Angeles have risen to 27%. Washington, D.C. jumped to 35%. Murders in Philadelphia, 40%. Minneapolis has jumped to 56%. And Portland, Oregon has jumped to 800% increase in homicides, 2021 versus 2020. Yes, Portland wants to have people come back, but they've got a lot of work to do before they can get to that. Sometimes you need to do your due diligence and get things taken care of. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this.
and we're back. Just had time to finish my Jello pudding pop, and yes, you know where I'm going with that. America's former favorite dad released from prison this week. For all victims of any type of assault, I'm disgusted. But the bigger problem is he was not released on a technicality. He was released because of prosecutorial misconduct. And that is a bigger problem. Throughout our country, all over the place, prosecutors are almost never punished for misconduct. And in a case like this, it makes you wonder how many guilty people are set free. It's not a technicality. They screwed up. And how many innocent people are put in prison? It's a bigger question. Look at Portland. Prosecutorial decisions to let violent people go, not be charged. You know, it works both ways. As disgusted as we are with something like this, we have to have a level playing field. We have to demand that they can't break the law for one reason. I'm talking the prosecutors to put somebody in. If we allow that, then we allow them to break the law to put an innocent person in. We need more judicial reform. Throughout our country, every city, every state needs to demand the right playing field for guilty and innocence. You can't have it both ways. And that's our show for the day. Everybody stay cool, stay hydrated. You're listening, and so are we.